Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,433. In this world, in this watchmaking world, being independent is, is a real challenge and, and is really tough. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Market Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Hello and ciao, automotive enthusiasts. I'm a revved up and very excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from Lugano, Switzerland, one of the most beautiful places in the world, Mario Hesserico. Mario, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am. All right, we'll have some fun. Mario is the CEO of Eberhard & Company Italia and managing director, a company he has been with since 1993. They are the official timer and partner of the Grand Permio Duvalari, an event that takes place each September in Italy. The event is designed as a tribute to Tazio Nuvolari by the organizers of the Mille Miglia and is the international rally reserve for historic motor cars there. What a fantastic event. Eberhard and Company has a 30-year relationship with Tazio Nuvolari, one of the greatest race car drivers of all time, and with the Nuvolari Grand Prix. Eberhard and Company is a Swiss watchmaking house founded in 1887 with over 130 years of history, representing excellence and innovation. Mario is also the president of Assorologi. I didn't say that right, but that's the Italian association representing watch manufacturers, importers, uh, and watchmaking suppliers. So Mario, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment to share a little more before I jump into the questions about your career and a very obvious passion that you have for fine automobiles and watches? Uh, my career, I cannot be other than brief because, uh, as you mentioned, I've been 27 years. This is the 27th years 
in Eberer. And just be, and before that, I spent a couple of years in a, in a liquor company uh, belonging now to Campari. And, uh, and before that, I, I was studying and, uh, and working in the Italian TV, um, helping to produce a, a, a program for kids. So I would say that my only and unique work has been this one. I've been in this company for, as I said, 27 years. And I started as an external relation manager and then up to, to my today role, that is uh, the, the general manager in Switzerland and the CEO in the Italian subsidiary. Beside that, I've been a um, food lover. I'm a wine lover. I'm an art lover. I'm a sport lover. I've been practicing almost all the possible sports, but mainly rugby. I've been playing rugby for 17 years at a good level. And that's what I, I try to do today, 53. I mean, not playing rugby anymore because it would be dangerous, but to attend to, to practice as much as I can. Wow. Well, of course, uh, your roots are Italian, so you're a lover by nature because all Italians are lovers of many things. But a rugby player, boy. Uh, high esteem for you. I used to live next door to a rugby player when I was younger, and every weekend he'd come home from a match limping and kind of bloodied and black-eyed, and but with a big smile on his face. So rugby is an incredible sport. So bravo to you for what you've done. But we're going to talk about cars today. We're going to talk about watches because they go together so well. But I want to start this journey with you, Mario, to ask you for a mantra or some kind of a a success quote, some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning on cars, yeah? So, Mario, take the wheel. Can I tell you that I always forget mantras? I always forget aphorisms. My pleasure is to read Oscar Wilde's aphorisms. Is really the mentor for, us, for aphorisms. And I prefer not to, to, to live on one of them, but to read Oscar Wilde's ones. Well, that's very interesting. I mean, Oscar Wilde, obviously a formidable author and so forth. Um, let me ask you this. When it comes to Eberhard, the watch company, do you guys have a slogan or a saying that represents your brand? A lot of brands do. I'm wondering if you do. We do have a slogan uh, in, the, in the sense that it is 132 years of history with only two families. And... Uh, uninterrupted activity through all the possible difficulties that we had in this uh, across three three centuries, you must have a slogan. And this slogan is maybe abused today, but is passion because uh, uh, passion and creativity. We are independent. And in this world, in this watchmaking world, being independent is, is a real challenge and, and is really tough. Uh, we have giants like uh, Louis Vuitton Group, Richemont Group, Swatch Group, uh, huge companies with a huge amount of, of financial resources. And we have to fight often against these giants. So uh, without passion and creativity, we, we, we could not go, go on. You know, you bring up a really interesting point here because we see uh, for instance, just today I saw an announcement that Google bought Fitbit. Now, I would never compare Fitbit with your watch company because they're two completely different things. But you bring up a point how these giant companies kind of eat up smaller companies and they take the personality 
out of those companies as they consume them many, many times. And the fact that Everhard is an independent company and still has that passion, and, and I love the relationship of watches to cars because they're mechanical devices, they're beautiful, they represent the passing of time just like the passing of time in an automobile. So I think it's an interesting relationship, and bravo to you and your company for being able to stay passionate and stay independent. Uh, I think it's absolutely fantastic. We're going to talk about your watch company and the relationship with cars in a moment, but I want to ask you about your personal relationship with automobiles, a passion perhaps you have for automobiles and the automobile. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you look back when you knew that you were going to be a bit of a car guy? No, this certainty I never had. But um, I must tell you something. I mean, my uncle uh, or the uh, the uncle of my mother was Alberto Ascari. So he won the the championship, the Formula One championship in 52 and 53. And so the first one to, to win a, a championship was uh, Farina in 50, if I remember correctly, in 51 Fangio. And then, and then Ascari 51 and 53, and then again Fangio for three or four years again. I grew up, I, I was born in, in 65, but I grew up listening to, um, to the legend of the uncle. So I could not dare to think that I would have become a, a, a car passionate, passionate, but honestly, some thoughts I had because uh, we lived with him with this memory. Then he died in 1955. Well, so you got a little bit of motor oil running through your veins, I think. I mean, you almost have to for two reasons. Having a, a relationship, a family relationship with somebody who's great Formula One champion and living in Italy where some of the most beautiful cars in the world are made. Uh, I'm wearing my Alfa Romeo sweatshirt today uh, just for Mario because we're Skyping. So I can see a beautiful uh, Switzerland in the background and uh, as a tribute to Italian cars, Ferrari, Lamborghini. I mean, there's just so many beautiful cars, even even Fiat when you think about it. So let me ask you this. When you were a, a kid growing up in Italy, I know you grew up a bit in the countryside, uh, but were there some cars that you would see that you'd just look at and go, oh, those are so beautiful? My father was an Alfa Romeo passionate. So uh, at that time, he used to have... Uh, Alfetta, Giulietta, GTV, the cars of, of those what those years, 1970, 70, 71, 72, 73. So I grew up with Alfa Romeo mainly. I still love it very much. I just wanted to say one thing regarding what you said. It is true, absolutely, that often brands, when they belong to groups, they lose their, their DNA. And it's what often it's, how to say, goes in, in the balance of a group to put the brands in this portfolio of brands and you have to adjust the positioning of each one. This doesn't happen with a, with an independent brand. We work on our DNA and we're still preserving that uh, heritage that is very important. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's talk about a big challenge or a big failure that you've faced along the way in your career. No doubt there's been something that you've come up against that has been a bit of a challenge for you. I want you to walk us through that. But more importantly, what was the learning lesson from that experience so that you could go forward in a positive way? The, the negative is my, my studies because I never ended the university and, uh, uh, and this I never liked, but I really didn't like studying. 
I know how my father was uh, disappointed by this because he wanted me to degree, but I really didn't like. Then understood, and, and now I would like to go back to this, how important was, how important is studying? So if this can help someone not to abandon uh, university or high school or whatever, uh, I hope it can help because really, it, it, as it is very important, the experience you can do working in a company and starting maybe to have a, st a stage together with university uh, studies, same is that you have to study. You have really to attend your, your courses. This is the negative uh, side. The positive one that uh, if I had started before, probably I would have not left university has been rugby. I already mentioned rugby, but before that, I used to be, uh, I used to play tennis. I used to play sports where you are alone. And I remember when I used to play tennis, I always lost because when I was stronger than my opponent, I tried to do play incredible uh, uh, points, often didn't come out. If he was uh, weaker than me, if he was stronger than me, uh, I, I could not uh, match with him. Study, studying at the university was my, my biggest failure. And it, uh, it probably would not have happened if I uh, had started to play rugby before. Because, uh, because with rugby, while before playing tennis or playing some other sport, I was quite, how to say, a bit selfish and, and uh, thinking always to win and, and then at the end always, always losing or most of the time. In, in rugby, you learn, you learn that you cannot be alone, that uh, you have to play in 15, that there is no star, neither best player can, can play alone in rugby. Uh, and, and this is something that then really my education and uh, I think with, the, with what I learned from rugby, my studies would have been would have been better from from the beginning. Yeah, this is a great a great concept, and it, it steers a little outside the lane of automobiles. But I think it's an important point you bring up, and the importance of team sports for young people because it teaches them teamwork, it teaches them to rely on others, it teaches them all sorts of disciplines that will help you later in life. Because very few of us can work alone. We always have to work with people, not only with our coworkers, but with customers, vendors, clients, and so forth. And those team sports are so important and so valuable. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, interesting if life had gone a different path, but you ended up in a spectacular situation. Uh, you know, another thing I wanted to touch on here, as long as we're talking about challenges, I know that you're the president of IndyCam, it's uh, IndyCam, I believe, the uh, Centro Marco Marca Institute that fights against counterfeiting and counterfeiting and illegal practices of counterfeited goods, especially high-end goods, is a huge problem. You want to touch on that a little bit because I think it's really important in so many ways. It damages the brand name of goods, but it also diminishes the value of high-end brands uh, in a great way, and it's a big problem, isn't it? It is a big problem. It as you said, it diminishes the value of, of brand, but also, uh, let me make an example. If I buy a watch uh, that costs, uh, no, let's say a wallet that costs uh, 500 euros, 
And this is a, a damage for Riviton or, or Hermes or other important brands. Yes, it is. But mainly is a, is a damage for those um, uh, artisans working on their ideas, selling wallets for 200, 300, 100. Uh, and they, they are much more damaged often than, than big brands because people often choose to buy a, a fake product instead of something made from an artisan. This is a big problem. Today, the value of counterfeiting is from 2.5% in the U.S. of the, of the internal product to 5% in Europe. We are talking about huge values and huge volumes of product today uh, sold mainly through the web. So, so the problem today is that you go, you go on a platform and, and you don't know that you're buying something counterfeited. It is important that that platform install a, a duty of diligence in accepting uh, auctions on their platforms because uh, this is a big, otherwise is a big dash for the consumer. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it relates to automobiles as well in the form of automobilia. There are a lot of uh, older collectible things in automobilia, signs and mascots and all sorts of literature and so forth. And I see it all the time. Uh, for instance, in uh, Automobilia is a, a new magazine here in the United States that features um, goods like that that are sold and also Sports Car Market magazine. Uh, Keith Martin's publication here uh, talks about this all the time where people will buy something thinking it's authentic spend a lot of money and they get it and realize, oh my gosh, this is fake. And then you can never get your money back, especially through the internet many times. It's, yeah. And what is even more dangerous is that you, beside memorabilia and, and, and souvenir and things like this, uh, you find counterfeiting in among uh, airbags. So if you go in a non-authorized dealer and you change, for example, not not in all of them, but you might risk that the airbag that is substituted to your car is not original, and that's oh, a big danger. Or, oh, yeah. uh, or you risk to have brakes non-original, and and this we can understand how how what, what a risk can be. Or the wheel ring often is not original. You you drive 120 miles per hour and you break your wheel ring. What happens? So yeah. really, we must pay attention. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think it's fantastic that you're working with that organization to help fight this problem because it is a huge problem. And I always suggest to people, be very careful that great Latin term caveat emptor, buyer beware of where you're getting your goods from. Make sure they are authentic, especially when it comes to safety. I'm glad you brought that up. Let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle in your life. Is there a car that you got that has great meaning and memory for you? Can I tell you that it was a motorbike? Yes. It was a motorbike because I was uh, 15 and my father uh, wrote me a letter. And uh, on the first page, he said, you know, you know, Mario, you this year at the school was not too good. I often tells you, uh, tell you something and you don't uh, accept. Uh, we discussed several times. And you, you're not good with your mother. And, and for these reasons, and then I turned the page, I cannot not buy to you a motorbike. <laughs> so, 
school. <laughs> <laughs> so he bought me the first motorbike and was a, a yellow cross motorbike and Ancelotti. And uh, this was, it, honestly, is my nicest memory of, the, of my child, not childhood, but I mean, uh, immediately after. What is the brand again of that bike? Ancelotti. A-N-C-I-L-L-O-T-T-I. Okay. Yeah, that's not a, a bike I'm familiar with. Tell me a little bit about those. It was a 50cc, uh, yellow. Very nice. We, we were three friends. Uh, one, me with the, with the Ancelotti, another one with the Santic, and the, uh, and the third one with the Simonini, that was another cross motorbike brand. And we used to go around together, and it's a nice memory. Yeah, very cool. I'm not surprised that your first vehicle was a motorcycle. Being Italian, I've had many Italian guests on the show, and a motorcycle, motorbike, even a small 50cc bike has been the first bike in their life. So I think that's great. I've had two Italian motorcycles. I had a, a Ducati Monster oh, and also had a uh, MV Agusta F4, a beautiful yeah, designed nice. motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, great bikes. Is there a vehicle you've owned that you've let go that you have a bit of seller's remorse over? Yes, I must say I should have never sold the Porsche I had uh, 15 years ago, 12 years ago. I don't remember exactly. I had a, a Porsche, then another one, and uh, then I, I used to drive too fast. They took my driving license three times in a row. Oh, my so gosh. <laughs> I, yeah, so I said, uh, okay, let's stop. I, I I went back to a slower car, but today today I regret that I didn't keep it uh, at least uh, for the weekend uh, tour with my with my wife and with my kids. See, Mario, I'm starting to learn a little bit about you. You're a little bit of a rebel, aren't you? No, no, no. I don't think I, I like driving fast, but I, I think I'm I'm very I'm very straight. Uh, I can say that I'm quite quite straight, uh, and my my weakness is is. Speed, let's say, because I, I cannot run slow. This I have to admit. Well, that's obvious. Uh, now, these Porsches, I'm a little interested in what Porsche that you're talking about, because I'm a, a huge fan. That's my favorite mark when it comes to cars. Uh, what kind of Porsche did you have? Was it a 911? Yeah, 996, 999. No, 992, 993. Okay, but they were all 911s. Yeah, so I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, hard to go slow in a 911, that's for sure. Well, let's talk about Eberhard and Company. I want you to talk a little bit more about this fine watch company and also your relationship as the official timer and partner of Gran Permio Nuvolari. As I said briefly, 132 years of history, always independent, two families. Since 1969 is the current ownership, the, the Monti family. Um, in 2004, Mr. Monti, that was uh, our our previous uh, president uh, passed away, and his daughter Barbara took uh, the, the relay of the of the company. She's now the president. She's now behind the the production of the, of our watches. She's the, the, really the the brain behind our designs and our uh, creativity. Uh, we have been building our current. Uh, assortment, our current collection, starting, I can say, uh, from the first pillar that was the Tatsu Nuvolari in 1992. Because um, we have now 
some, I think, brilliant watches. A, a couple of them are a patent, like the Throne 4 and like the 8 days. A couple of them find uh, their uh, roots in the past, like the Extra 4 and the Scaphograph. The Scaphograph is the diving watch that were made in the 30s and then 40s and 50s. So they are the link between the past and the tradition and, and the modern times. But the, the real strength of the brand, in my opinion, is the Nuvolari that was made and sold in 1992. Since then, 27 years has been, as I said, one of the pillars of the company and uh, allowed us to be in the, in the watch, uh, in the car collector world. Uh, allowed us to, to be partners of several events like uh, the Nuvolari Grand Prix that you mentioned and allowed us to be, uh, as I mentioned before we started our interview, um, to be uh, the, the watch chosen by Alfa Romeo to celebrate the Quadrifoglio Verde, so the, the high speed and the high performances of, uh, of uh, Alfa Romeo. This year we came out with the, with the Quadrifoglio Verde limited edition in 250 pieces, and next year we will be celebrating the 110 years of Alfa Romeo with another limited edition. Wow, that's fantastic. And as we all know, as, as automotive enthusiasts, cars and watches go together so well. I encourage uh, my listeners here to go to Everhard. Uh, website. I'll put a link to that on the show notes page for Mario here. Uh, fantastic watches. The relationship to automobiles is absolutely spectacular. You'll find nothing nicer. Mario, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. When you want proven performance, there's one brand that's been around since 1938. That's Edelbrock, building the finest American-made performance products for the street and track. Edelbrock's products are designed and dyno-proven to deliver maximum results. Edelbrock has thousands of made-in-the-USA performance products for all makes and models. From their new AVS2 carburetor and innovative ProFlow 4 EFI for your muscle car, or truck. To superchargers for your daily driver and more, visit edelbrock.com to check out the latest products for your ride. And when you're ready to check out, enter cars yeah in the coupon code and get 10% off your order. That's Edelbrock, automotive performance since 1938. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how 
at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars yeah website at carsyeah.com. All right, Mario, we are back, and I have a bit of an introspective question for you. I want to get into your mind a little bit here. If you woke up tomorrow and Mario was a car, you were manifested as a vehicle, what would you be and why? I asked two people, and the, the, the answer was similar in the sense that one said a four-wheel drive, and another one said a hammer. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Wow. Okay, so we're talking about a, a basically a Hummer here then, right? <laughs> Just plows on through, can go anywhere, can get anything done. I like it, Mario. That's a great fit. Perfect. And I like the fact that you ask people uh, about this question, how they perceive you. I think you get a, a really clear answer that way. Well, we are entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of that Hummer throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? On ice, always accelerate. (laughs) Yes. Now, I'm going to add a question in here. Because of what you do, what's the best watch advice you would offer us if you were going to go out and buy yourself a fine watch? You mean you mean another brand? No, no, no. Well, of course, we're going to buy one of Everhard watches, but you have a lot of selection. So if I was going to say, hey, Mario, I want to buy an Everhard watch, how would you direct me? What advice would you give me to select the right timepiece for me? Look, the problem is that every single watch, having worked in the company for 27 years, every single watch is like a son. It's like a, one of the baby of the company. I can avoid to make a choice by saying the last one. And in this case, the last one is the, is the, you can choose between the, the Alfa Romeo, Patricolio Verde, or the Tatsu Volari Legend that is in, it comes out just now in the last release with the, with the brown, so-called brown helmet dial, uh, reminding the, the helmet and the jacket in brown leather that Volari used to, to use. And uh, it's, we always remain in the automotive uh, 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 models, so I don't risk to, to make a mistake. <laughs> Great. Thank you. How about a personal habit of yours that you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Again, I had to ask, and uh, they told me very few hours of sleep. Oh, okay. You're one of those lucky people that can get away with that. Yeah, I, I always wake up very early. So my my habit is to wake up at four forty five in the morning, leave the house around five thirty, five twenty, five five thirty, and and being in the office around six. So yes, the, the days are long. There you go. How about a resource? Is there a resource that you love going to that you could refer us to? I should not say, but I already had to admit that I I drive fast. So I. My best help for these are like ways, these apps that that allows me to me to say to see where the radars are, where police is, and so on. So the ways app, I love it. You know, I'm really surprised you're the first person to admit to using that for that reason. But that's what I love about you, Mario. You're a very honest person, uh, and yeah, ways is good. It can help you quite a bit identifying uh, speed traps, cameras accidents that are coming up on so you can slow down won't get into trouble 
yeah, that's a great app. I love it. I, I, I try to drive fast only when, 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 when it's possible. If there is traffic, I don't do. I'm not a crazy guy. Yeah? This I want to say. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, driving, I'm driving carefully. I have a kid. When I'm with them, I'm very careful. But when I'm alone, early in the morning, often I push a bit more. Well, I love that. I push a bit more. Great saying. And uh, that's an advantage of getting up early, too. There's not as much traffic, so you can in- enjoy the open roads a little bit more as well. Uh, that's great. Now, if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? I, I have a choice between my uncle that I never met because died uh, 10 years before I was born and uh, Nuvolari. Uh, Nuvolari, ah. obviously. Nuvolari uh, has been considered by, again, we, we can make the link with, with, the, with the previous uh, answer. He was defined by Mr. Porsche as the best uh, pilot of the past, of the present, and of the future. Someone that deserved to be, to be met. Uh, one of the two, I think, uh, is a good choice. And, and, uh, with, um, with them, um, I would share a glass of whiskey. Okay. Well, I think it would be great to get all three of you together. I think that would make for a very enjoyable evening. How about a book? Is there a book you've read that you'd like to share with our listeners? The the first is uh, Salinger, The Catcher in the Rye, that in, in, ah, in, in, yes. in our translation is uh, the, the Young Olden, but in, in American is the, the Catcher in the Rye. The second is. Um, Rob, Philip Rob, who passed away last year or two years ago, and is a uh, American pastoral. And the third one is uh, American Psycho from Bret Easton Ellis. Ah, okay, very interesting selection of books. I like it though. Well, I'll remind our listeners you can find links to these great books if you've not read them. You should have, uh, but you still can on Mario's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYow.com, type in Mario. Peserico, P-E-S-E-R-I-C-O, and his page will pop right up. All right, Mario, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you a car, any cool collector car on the planet. I'm going to park it in your garage for you to enjoy, but there are some rules to my game that might make it a little bit of a challenge. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of fine watches with. You've got to keep it. The other is you have to drive it. No garage queens allowed here, but I don't think that's going to be a problem for you. And the last rule of my game is it's the only one cool collector car you can have. What can I buy you, Mario? I think we, we already have it. It's the um, Alfa Romeo Superleggera Touring 1956. We have it in the company. I often drive it. Uh, I drive it during the... The races, the, the events like in Volari or other similar events we have, we hold. And, uh, it's really a pleasure because you still, uh, you still have the mechanic. You still feel the engine. You still feel the, the gears. And it's something that, uh, brings back what, what was the passion for the cars of that time. Oh, wow. You're a very fortunate guy to get to be, have that car in your company and get behind the wheel and drive it on tours and, rallies and so forth. Beautiful, beautiful car. Nice selection. That sounds really fantastic. And I love the fact that you already have it there. So I don't have to buy you a car today. You could just go downstairs and jump in. So uh, I think that's kind of a cool thing. But 
Nice car, and I think it's great that you get to take that car out. Enjoy it. Mario, this has been really fun. You've taken us on a great ride today. I want to thank you for uh, calling in. I know in the middle of the show here, we had a little challenge with our Skype connection, so we jumped to the phone. So for you listeners that uh, noticed any change in the sound there, uh, maybe the satellites collided up over the, the, the ocean somewhere. But we still got through our talk today, so I appreciate that. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into this beautiful Italian or Swiss sunset in that Alfa Romeo Super Lazario touring? My suggestion is that uh, we are talking mainly to to men, and if some ladies uh, listening to us, I'm excusing, I apologize, I'm excusing myself, but my advice would be for, for all the gentlemen listening to you to love Swiss watches. Obviously, Eberhard is one of them. To love Swiss watches is one of the few elements or one of the few uh, passions we can deserve and we can purchase. All the other decisions in our life are made by, by our ladies. So at least a watch we should deserve. Ah, nicely said, most certainly. And I'll remind our listeners again, Go to Eberhard website, that's E-B-E-R-H-A-R-D, Eberhard website. I'll put a link to that. They're very easy to find. Magnificent watches. And if you love automobiles, some of the watches they have designed and created relate to automobiles, which are a perfect match for those days that you get in your special car and go for a drive or go to a concours or go to a rally or a tour or a race. Mario. Thank you so much for calling in and being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your life experiences with our listeners. This has been fantastic. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Mark, thank you very much. It was a pleasure also for me. Ciao. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me? on the Cars Yeah! TV show. It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah! podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah! TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah! TV is available on MAV TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find MAV TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!